Hello and welcome to Fourth Down Fiasco, your go-to podcast for an in-depth exploration of the NFL universe. Each week, we dissect the highs and lows of last week's games, offer expert analysis, player insight, and more. I'm your host, Danny, and with me today is my co-host, Tanner. Shalom. The rundown of today's podcast will go like this. In our first segment, we'll look over last week's games and highlights. Yes, we'll talk about the Vikings and Raiders game with how interesting that game was. Then after a short break, we'll talk about the upcoming slate of games for this upcoming week. Um, we'll look at the overall playoff picture, and then we will give you our most and least confident games for the fall next week. After that, our third segment, we will send you over to Jay Pry, the sports guy, featuring his locksmith segment. And then we'll finish it off with a five-round best helmets of all time draft. So, with that all said, let's get into the action. So, let's get going with this Steelers-Patriots game. Yeah, yeah, what a... Huh. <laughs> what a... So, I mean, we'll, we'll start with the, with the greatest stat of all time, the most cherry-picked stat. It was the first ever team... That was above 500 to lose back-to-back games that were that were teams that were at least five games under 500. <laughs> so that oh. that honor goes to the good old 2023 Steelers. I love that. Um, uh, alongside the other best Steelers stat of my lifetime, the 2020 Steelers being the worst 11 and 0 team of all time. Yeah. So. And along with those records, you also set the record for lowest over/under in NFL history, which, what, looking at it now, twenty-two is, and a half. The closing was twenty-two and a half, which Crazy. got hit in the first half, which is very sad because I was expecting. Yeah, it. all from all from the Patriots. Yeah, uh, all from the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting your game to turn out like the Vikings. We'll get to that one later, but um, Zeke looked like. The Cowboys Zeke with Stevenson out. What did he finish with? So, yeah. Oh, he had. He had two touchdowns, both receiving, but he finished with 68 receiving yards, 72, or 68 rushing yards, 72 receiving yards. Um, He only averaged 3.1 yards on the ground, but your defensive front is absurd. So that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that's average for what you guys give up. Um, Typically, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Bailey Zappi. He decided to play football again. I guess I don't know. Two ended with two hundred forty-three touchdowns and a pick. No, I mean, it, again, it's also two weeks in a row for the good old Steelers where. Um, they had two ex-Steelers have the best game of their season. Yeah. James Conner had the best game of his season last <laughs> week. Or I don't know if it was the best game of the season, actually, but it, it was up there. It was a, it was a solid performance. Over it, it was one of his touchdowns. Yeah, it was one of his best games for sure. Um, and then Juju having easily the best game of his season yeah, four with for uh, four for 90. Um, no, I mean, this is just... This is just what the Steelers have done um, since, I don't know, 2010, 2011, where they will win games they're not supposed to, and they will lose games they're supposed to win. Um, 
I mean, this is a game that was extremely winnable. I mean, the Patriots put up 21 points in the first half and then did nothing for the rest of the game. Uh, the Steelers slowly crawled their way back um, and just came up short. They they yeah. couldn't put it together all through the fourth. I mean, they would have scored a field goal. And, I mean, it took – it took so much for them to get to their 18 points. I mean, oh, yeah. they had a punt. They had, like, an almost pick six. Like, it was, yeah, it was it was crazy. I don't know. They're, they're terrible. Um, they're probably going to still finish nine and eight. <laughs> like um, usual. Like usual, because what they're going to do is they're probably going to beat uh, they're probably going to lose a lot of the rest of their games, but they're going to beat the Seahawks and the Ravens, the two teams they're not supposed to beat. And then right. they'll lose to, you know, they lost the two 2-10 two teams in a row. <laughs> and that's just that's just what they do. You know, that's just uh, oh. that's good old Pittsburgh Steelers football. Good um, old Pittsburgh football. So, I don't know. I'm optimistic about next week because I'm always optimistic about this godforsaken team. Yeah, um, you finish just above 500 every single year. Yeah, finish just above uh, 500, sometimes make the playoffs, depending on the playoff picture. That's true. And get blown out by somebody who deserves to be there. Like the Browns? Well, we'll see how Joe... That. Yeah, we'll, we'll, come back to, we'll come back to Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I don't know. Do you, do you have anything more <laughs> to say yeah. about... Your end zones look cool. That's all I can really say about. They did Pittsburgh. look cool. They did look great. Also, was at home, which is yeah. even, which is great. Yeah. Love to. At least it's a familiar sight for a lot of the home attendance at a Steelers game. Yeah. Watching the Patriots go in there and embarrass us. So it, it doesn't on the at the final score it doesn't look embarrassing. But if you watch the game, it was pretty embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. And especially since people were talking about the Patriots as the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, um, I think Carolina has them beat. but They do. But there was a conversation before this week. Oh, yeah, especially because, what, they were 0-4 in the last four weeks, giving up 42 total points or something like that? No. Like, if their offense averaged 11 points, they would have been 4-0. <laughs> Uh, crazy that this game was twenty-eight to eight, twenty-one to eighteen. With both, I really thought this was going to be an Iowa game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, about Iowa. I saw a video today. Their quarterback was at practice was throwing like forty-yard bombs, like in stride to their wide receiver, and they didn't do that in the games. Whole different subject, but absurd. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, dude, uh, can you imagine being a Steelers fan and an Iowa fan? I'd cry. Like what do you what do you do like watch, watch rugby? Do you just like do you just hate offense? Yeah, like you just like yeah, offense sucks. Like I just want to I just want to watch the the Steelers go out there and embarrass themselves, and I want to go watch the Hawkeyes do the same thing too. Yeah, it's like watching. At a, least the, at least the uniforms are the same, you know. So only if I had to buy one. It's like watching yeah. pitcher stolen the MLB. Like oh, I hope it's one to zero by the end of the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but all right. Let's talk about the game that we thought was going to be worse than it actually ended up being. So, Tampa, Atlanta, I thought this game was going to end. You said it a little before, like 13-10, something so stupid like that. But yeah. finished 29-25. I did not see that coming. 
It actually puts the uh, – we didn't talk about this before we started either, but the Bucks are now in a playoff spot. All top of their division. All three NFC t- South teams are tied at six and seven. Yeah, and all three. Have... We don't need to mention the fourth one. Yeah, there's <laughs> only three teams in that division. The the whole different story, <laughs> whole different thing. Also, quickly to go back to Patriots Steelers, Patriots also got eliminated this week despite winning. So really, nice. Yeah, they are eliminated from playoff contention. Nice. So. That's good to see. So only two teams eliminated so far: the Patriots and the Panthers. Uh, um, the Cardinals aren't eliminated yet. Cardinals are not eliminated yet. There's still a chance somehow. How? Uh, probably a lot of things going right. <laughs> uh, I would imagine. I mean, because the seventh spot in the NFC is six and six. Uh, yeah. If they with win the Packers. If, yeah, if they win out, they technically are in a playoff picture. Yeah. I guess that Which, uh, what's that score looking at like right now? Uh, looks like the Packers are losing to the Giants right now, so. Yeah, Miami, or Tennessee's on the goal. Oh, Still tied. Tennessee's about to kick a field goal. It's fourth and goal. Nice. Love to see it. Especially for your fantasy team, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Losing, lose, missing out on the playoffs from points four. The best, the best way to miss out on the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, but. So, um, but yeah, I mean, for Bucks, Atlanta, I mean, we we obviously are starting to do this now, so we we didn't post like preseason predictions or anything like that. But I did in my free time because I'm a fucking nerd, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I had the whole division going six and eleven, besides the Saints, who I had finishing at eight and nine for the NFC South because I thought everybody sucked and I didn't think any of the QBs were worth even watching besides maybe some weeks of Derek Carr and Jameis whenever he would play. Um, which I think is still true. I think all the quarterbacks in that division are still terrible. Um, I, I, I but like I was Derek not expecting Carr. the Bucks to be six and seven. I, I like, no, I like Derek Carr too, yeah. but I'm extremely biased about Derek Carr despite him being kind of a shit quarterback. That's fair. fair. Um, I just love Derek Carr, and I don't think that has anything to do with him as a player. I think it just like Derek Carr the person, so I I pretend he's way better than he is. He reminds me of like a below average Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dalton could make the playoffs, Carr can't. No. But they remind me of the same person. I don't know, the Saints can make the playoffs this year. Yeah, six and seven. Dalton never had to do it <laughs> at under five hundred. <laughs> True. In the AFC North. And um, Dalton had a couple of pretty good years. Yeah, there was. We almost set the Bengals' record for most wins in a season. He was in the MVP yeah. conversation that year. Then he broke his thumb. Then good old AJ. McCann. Yeah, that's that was that was that was the eight and O season, right? Yeah, eight and O. Where they lost to the. The, the worst playoff game in history, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the 18 to 15. Yeah, there are three missed field goals in overtime, I think, against the good old Broncos. No, that was, no, that, was, that, was the Steelers. No, that was the that was the Steelers year. That yeah. was the one where the year the before, both teams were trying to murder each other. Yeah, the year before we lost in overtime to the Broncos with three missed field mm-hmm. goals. Like they missed, we missed, yeah. or we missed, they missed, we missed, they made it. Something yeah. stupid like that. But yeah, that... Can you imagine we went to college during that 2015 playoff game? We might have killed each other. 
<laughs> watching that game together, the Steelers Bengals playoff game. Um, I I might have had it worse. I was at that game. Oh, were you really? Yep. Uh, I didn't know you were at that game. After the Jeremy Hill fumble, you could probably hear a pin drop anywhere in the stadium. It was yeah. silent. Even though my entire section was like, "Why don't we just kneel the football? Make them kick. We'll <laughs> kick a field goal. Make them good on the field." But Marvin Lewis pulled a Marvin Lewis. Yeah. But no, that was one of the greater uh, wins I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna be honest. That was weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it besides weird. Yeah, that was a bad one. Uh, um, but yeah, Bucks Bucks Falcons was more competitive than it probably well not more competitive than it probably should have been but higher scoring than it should have been yeah I, i'll um, be curious to see who comes out on top of the afc south yeah yeah that whole that whole division sucks so it'll be i'm hope we're still we're still on the cards though for uh for an under 500 playoff team though which is always always one of my favorite things so seeing them play at home under 500 against like the philadelphia eagles Best game of the year. Yep. It's going to be awesome. But, All right. Um, Chicago, Detroit. If the episode was able to be released last week, you and Jordan both <laughs> we, called that. Yeah, we would look <laughs> geniuses. Yes. And we'll probably post <laughs> that clip because I think I have it recorded where Jordan said that he would have picked the Bears. So no. you might see part of last week's episode that never got aired because no. I done goofed. You didn't record my voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, was I was tired of your voice, so I was like, nope. We're not doing it, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, I mean, Detroit's still a really good team. They're still the best team in that division. But, I mean, you know how division games are. Chicago will win and random Chicago. games you're not supposed to. And yeah. Chicago... Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a bad... I don't think it's a bad loss for Detroit, honestly. I feel like Chicago goes like... What is it? We play each other three, two, three and three in their division every year, and they just win at home against their division. Yeah. Like, they'll win five games a year, and three of them will be at home against their division for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I If if I'm a Lions fan, I want to hit the panic button. They're definitely still probably going to win their division, um, especially with the way it's looking like for the Packers right now. Um, the only worry I have is their offense. Like, they have such a high-power offense – they just don't know how to use it. Well, the issue is Jared Goff has started to regress. What did he finish he, with? 20 for 35, 161, one touchdown, two ends. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, he had that Thanksgiving game where he had four or five turnovers through fumbles. I mean, he's not looking like he looked at the beginning of the season, which no, that was is not going to be great too, for them. Right? Yeah, that was Packers, right? Outside his division, he's fine. But for whatever the... reason, they just can't win in their division. Yeah. Let me see. Thanksgiving game. Yeah, that was Packers, Lions, 20, yeah. 29 to 22. So, I mean, once he gets to the playoffs, he should be fine, right? Technically speaking? <laughs> Hypothetically speaking? Should be fine. No one else should be making it. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not in the NFC. I mean, the NFC, I mean, if they finish as the three seed, which they're projected right now, they're going to have to play the Vikings at the six seed. I don't I don't, so, I don't threat the Vikings anymore. Josh Dobbs, uh, <laughs> sorry, the pastronaut has come back down to earth. So 
He got the yeah, yeah, fell to earth. To yeah, Mullins, which I'm thankful for because now Cincinnati plays them this week to keep their playoffs hope alive. So it'll be interesting to see. That's all I gotta say. Um, live is you. Oh, hello. Oh, I can hear you now. We're good. All right. What did you hear last? Uh, Cincinnati keeping their playoff hopes alive against yes. Nick Mullins. So yeah, Nick Mullins against good old JB six instead of JB nine. But this year um, sucks. <laughs> what is it? So um, many. The mo- they haven't broken the record for backup quarterbacks, but they're getting there, right? I think we did. Well, no, we broke most through like a week ten or something like that, or week mm-hmm. eleven. Um. I don't know if we beat like in a total season because week 18 uh, or week okay. 17 throws in some random backup quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes will probably said uh, Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not going to sit out this year. I don't know if we'll get well, any. I don't know if Mahomes will sit at this I point. Don't know. At this rate, I don't think we'll maybe get Lamar any quarterback. It, the Dolphins could fight for the one seed. I mean, like, it depends if they lose this game to Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> like the Ravens would have to be up by two games for them to sit Lamar. And right now, no team yeah. is doing that. No, I mean, yeah, if you look at the picture, nobody can. I mean, the 49ers are top of their conference at 10-3. and three. There's still four weeks left, which is absurd. Jacksonville yeah. could have been winning their division the whole year. Or Kansas City. Mm-hmm. When Denver started 1-5, and five, they're a game back. Yeah, and I mean, what, the Colts are game back, so is Houston, right? Yeah, like, teams that have been leading their division all year could end up missing the playoffs. Which is crazy, yeah. Like, if Kansas City Um, misses the playoffs, holy cow. Yeah, I mean... I don't see it happening, but... Yeah, it just... Especially, I mean, look at Kansas City's remaining schedule. Like, they got got the Patriots next week. (laughs) (laughs) They got the Patriots then they got the Raiders at home and then they got the Chargers in week 18 and they have the Bengals at home so I mean if Jake Browning keeps playing well they probably drop that Bengals game but I don't really see them dropping to the Raiders or the Patriots and I guess maybe some weird traveling the Chargers but I mean that's going to be a home game for them in SoFi well how long is a they didn't say yet how long Herbert's going to be out with his finger surgery which that he could be, oh he dude i forgot that year. herbert because i forgot that herbert was injured you know what sucks is i have tickets for that chiefs chargers game on january 7th that i'm gonna have to watch uh <laughs> not herbert play properly that's a shame do you know what i found out the other day that i probably knew but should have waited to buy those tickets about? i bought those i bought those tickets like two weeks ago i bet they'd be a lot cheaper right now oh probably but damn do you know what i found out the other day that i probably knew but forgot about Trevor Lawrence is like 6'7". Oh, yeah, he's tall. He's a monster. Yeah, no, he's one of the... There's very few quarterbacks who have been like 6'7 or above. Yeah, like I, I didn't really think of it because you're always standing next to giant offensive linemen. Well, that's why he, when he came out, he was like the best like prospect since... Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Andrew Luck. Yeah. It's funny, it's like Andrew Luck, then you have Joe Burrow, then the year after that you have another Andrew Luck, which is funny to me. Cause like Oh no, Trevor Lawrence is six six. He's not six six. Six seven with cleats, I should say then. Ah, okay. Because yeah. it says the the tallest NFL QB 
was this dude who was six eight. I've never heard of him. Um, what was his name? I just saw it a second ago. Dan McGuire. Interesting. Um, he was drafted in '97. I. Have no clue who he played for, and then Mike Glennon is six seven. Mike Glennon, really? It's probably that neck, dude. <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, it looks like he played. Where did Dan McGuire play? Um, played for Seattle, and then he did played his last year in Miami. He has some terrible stats. just absolutely like he has 745 career passing yards in a six-year career like huh <laughs> yeah two touchdowns and six picks like he yeah he didn't do much but tallest ever qb so that's cool well tallest ever qb drafted or that started i guess Um, so you, let's get into indecency a little bit, right? I, um, I was a little nervous going into this game, to be honest. I mean, yeah, you guys are only minus three favorites. Yeah, like it wasn't, it could have gone either way. I'm glad it was in Cincinnati and not in, in Indy. Indy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jake Browning looks like. A, not, I should, not a season's vet, but like a quarterback that can, can play start and play in the NFL. Level. Yeah, like a yeah. starting quarterback. Um, which I get. I mean, it makes sense the more you learn about the guy. He yeah started all four years in high school, threw ninety-one touchdowns his senior year of high school. Became an instant starter at the University of Washington, like. Won the QB battle. He was there for five years, right? Yeah. He started all five years at Washington, knocked out their starting quarterback freshman year, had a winning record there all five years, and then got drafted late, I think. I don't know. And then never did anything in the NFL. Played on four different teams. He had nine different transactions in the last, like, two years. And now he's putting up he 350 yards and 250 yards. Yeah. And I mean, two really good back-to-back games. Um, I mean, he didn't have a great game against Pittsburgh. He had an okay game, 227, yeah, 1-1. One one. Your first game against a good defense is br- yeah. going to be brutal. But but two, two back-to-back games, 354 yards and a touchdown, 275 for two. Yeah, I saw I it mean, was uh... – he has the highest. And Jacksonville and Colts aren't bad defense. Oh, not at all. He, I saw a stat. He has the highest um, completion percentage through three games in as for any quarterback in history. At like it was something like seventy six point eight or something like that. Um, so I don't know. Was... We're gonna we're gonna see. I mean, the Bengals definitely. I mean, when we saw Joe Burrow go down, I mean, it was Bengals are out. You know, they're gonna oh. they're gonna get that like 15 like 10 to 15 pick range you know they're out of the conversation this is a good year for them to draft O line blah 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 right yeah people um, on my twitter were talking about let's just tank for brock bowers get a good tight end yeah because right now we're using four mm-hmm. different tight ends every week which is then none has, of them are who yeah. has four tight ends on the roster to begin with 
Right. Um, and who's using all four of them consistently? Uh, just the Bengals. <laughs> I will say three of them have been pretty good. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I will. But yeah, say, no, I mean they can they can make a playoff spot seven I, and six. I did not think that when Burrow after this whole year has been up and down for Cincinnati, and it's very confusing to me. Um, yeah. But I will say what has probably helped Browning is we're actually using our running game along with our RB2, Chase Brown, who has popped off the two weeks he's played. And so Mixon's benefited yeah. from that. So that it, it's weird seeing how, our, how good and different our offense is with our quarterback two in versus Burrow. Because when Burrow is in, we only used Mixon. The running game was not there. And then Burrow's out, and we are putting up 30 points a game. It's like it doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, again, you have you have a franchise QB, so you you almost kind of want to stick with what works, right? Yeah. But when you have a backup come in, hey, can you get out of my sink, Athena? <laughs> Good old dogs. Yeah. Right. What are you doing, huh? Huh? What are you doing? Um, but yeah, like you you throw in a backup QB, and then all of a sudden you need to get a lot more creative um with your with your offense you know you you have a lot more limitations with jake browning especially as you know i mean he's really a rookie qb right i mean he's been bouncing around but he hasn't really had any play time no right he before this year he had one career pass attempt or something like that yeah Uh, so so yeah, I think you your OC looks at that and says, yeah, well, let's change up, let's try some other things, and they seem more effective and working more effectively. And you know, hopefully they do the same with Joe Burrow next year. But I don't know, depending on how if you go on a playoff push, I mean, there could be some weird conversations that could happen. And it's definitely way too early to say any of that stuff. But it is always fun to have the thought experiment. I think to even contemplate a conversation we'd have to win the Super Bowl. You don't think if you make a, um, a Super Bowl appearance if we make, and lose? Uh, yeah, I guess if we if, if we make it to the Super Bowl, there'll be a conversation. Um, but I don't think Browning would be day one, week one starter the following year, even if we made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean... It was kind of the same conversations people were having during that 11 – or sorry, not the 11 and 0 season. The one where we had Mason and Duck starting. But again, of course, Steelers fans are having this conversation while they're sitting there at 9 and 8 and being like, what if Duck wins the Super Bowl? It's like Duck's not going to win the fucking Super no. Bowl. But, um, <laughs> uh, but that, that was the conversation they're having then too. It was like, well, what would it take – for Big Ben to not be the starter next year. And people were saying, I think even if Duck Hodges somehow wins the Super Bowl, you probably still have Ben as a starter next year because Duck Hodges is not a a capable starter. And again, I think Jake Browning's way better than Duck Hodges is. Um, But but it would take a lot. Yeah, there's a reason he was Especially after giving Joe Burrow that contract. (laughs) There's also a reason Browning wasn't playing for four years. Yeah. If if Minnesota believed in him, they would have kept him or something or whoever the Raiders or whoever whatever teams he was on. Like if some if a coach saw something in him, they would have kept him. Like, and that's that's the thing that happens a lot with these 
and we, we go through this. I mean, you saw the Josh Dobbs arc that happened two to three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Josh, Josh Dobbs comes in, tears it up, looks amazing. He's the people's champion. Everybody loves Josh Dobbs. The Steelers were idiotic for getting rid of Josh Dobbs. How dare they? All right, I think I'll let you outside. How dare they, right? Like, um, the Steelers were idiots, like, especially looking at how bad Kenny Pickett and Trubisky have been. Um, and then we look at the game that the Vikings had this week and the one from last week, too, and the one against the Bears, and you're like, well, Josh Dobbs isn't that good. Nah. Um, it, what, what? And there's something that could easily happen like that with Jake Browning, where Jake Browning falls back to earth and people remember it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's a backup. <laughs> Once they get film on the player in that current offensive scheme, like. People know how to play against it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I it's the same thing that happens with those interim co- coaches, too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's his fit? Is it is it something Pierce? Who's the Raiders guy? Marcus Pierce. Maybe. No, I, I want to say Alex Pierce, but I'm pretty sure that's a white wide receiver. <laughs> Alex Pierce plays for the Colts. He went to the University yep. of Cincinnati, baby. Um, <laughs> Antonio Pierce. Antonio. There we go. Um, but yeah, he they won two games in a row, then they're back to earth. Yeah, and the same thing could absolutely happen against Cincinnati. Um, yeah. Next week, you guys go in to play Minnesota. You guys play next week. Minnesota. Play Minnesota. Somehow you could blow that game, right? Oh. And Jake Browning looks terrible. Throws three picks to Minnesota defense. They win ten to three. Minnesota and defense Jake Browning, is good, though. It is, yeah. But again, it's a good defense he's going against. And he could fall back to earth. So any of those, the thought experiments are always fun, but they're never really worth going any further than a thought experiment. Yeah, but I, phase. I, I texted you the other day. It's like, are, we're lucky we have a good offense. Like we have two wide receiver yeah. ones. We have serviceable tight ends. We have a good running back. It's like, and I saw a stat, um, the Bengals allowed the second least amount of pressures in the last three weeks with Browning as quarterback. So he's getting time to throw the ball. Unlike Burrow had, which is huge. Yeah. And, and part of that honestly might come down a little bit to Burrow's play style because Burrow does hold on to the ball oh, for a while. Yeah. A lot of Burrow's sacks are his fault. But yeah. it gives he he try I think he tries to look deep first. Where I saw a game I saw a play against um who'd we uh against the Steelers was it against the Steelers? Might have been. Yeah, it was against the Steelers. It was in the beginning of the game. Um what's his name? Trent Irwin right down the middle of the field, no one within like twenty yards of him, completely wide open. And um, Browning does a dump off to uh, Mixon for like negative two yards. And everyone was uh-huh. like, if that was Burrow, that's a touchdown to start the game. Like that would have changed the entire yeah. game of that Steelers game, starting off with a 75-yard touchdown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, but being week one, game one, you're not looking you don't, 30 yards down the yeah, field. You don't look 30 yards down the field. You're going to look for your checkdowns. Especially with TJ Watt coming off the side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, but and so that's so we'll we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. But um, would be kind of funny to have a another kind of Drew Bledsoe Tom Brady situation happen. That would be funny. But I I, like I would hate it. I no. I would absolutely hate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if the if the Bengals win seven Super Bowls, you're never seen from me ever again. 
<laughs> I'm going into hiding. I will I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. really into I'm gonna get really into MLS or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the ELF, the the Elf League, yeah. maybe European Football League. Yeah, League yeah, I actually football. really like Premier. <laughs> Talking about no American shot. football in Europe, baby. Give me the Ber- yeah. the Berlin. Uh, uh, Byron. Byron something, right? Uh, they have the Byron the Ravens. Byron the Munich. Mu- the Munich Raven. No, I'm talking about American football in Europe. Have- oh, you're talking about the uh, NFL Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what those were. We have the Frankfurt um, Galaxy. We have the Vienna Vikings. We have the Tyrol Raiders. We got um, the Barcelona Dragons. The where did you spend? Where did you spend time at in Europe? It was was it Vienna? Yeah, Vienna. Yeah, so you would root for that one. Yeah, Easy or, for you. Uh, or the Stuttgart surge because my cousin and her husband and their family just moved to Stuttgart. So yeah, nice, good for them. I got two teams. Yeah, but all right. I got nothing. I lived in Germany when I was a baby. <laughs> you got the Berlin so, team. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to Jacksonville, Cleveland. Um, yeah, we gotta speed this up a little bit. Yeah, uh, Cleveland somehow put up thirty-one points with Joe. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's so, back, baby. Joe Flacco's he back. He's back. book it. Gonna lead lead those Browns to Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP, go to the Hall of Fame. It's yep. gonna be crazy. I, I saw a stat. Um Joe Flacco is a uh, one touchdown pass away from Kenny Pickett's season total. Yeah. Uh Pickett or which, Flacco has which seven honestly, full quarters. Which honestly not surprising even in the little bit you know like that's just yeah Here's i don't know a... it sucks that they signed Fla- it, it's crazy that flacco still has an arm honestly yeah, why he was the like main you know takeaway. What? i'll come play for the browns was absurd yeah lawrence also had a terrible game oh i was watching that game and it was like pick fumble pick pick fumble it was like turnover after turnover and that Browns defense is a top three unit in the NFL. So, I, I, they're but top three, like, I don't think they're two or three. You think they're the best unit in the league? Yeah, they're giving up the least amount of points, least amount of yards. Like, it is hard to score on the Browns defense. Yeah. No, they're really good. Um, and, I mean, this is really their window. I mean, they're it, – it's – it's so funny with the Browns, man. The way they just – the ability for Cleveland just to shoot itself in the foot. Um, because they're kind of screwed after this year. I mean, they're paying Deshaun Watson oh, massive money, money, and they're going to have to let – I think they got a couple of guys who are off contract this year. Probably. So they're going to have to – they're going to lose a lot of people. I think they just need to figure out what, – what, Watson's what, like 500 or something with the Browns? Like he's played like 10 games or something stupid. Like yeah. he has not been good, but oh, he's been terrible. Yeah, but um, this is back to the Steelers real quick. How many career passing touchdowns does Kenny Pickett have? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh, it, it's is it? It's probably not double digits yet, huh? It's like probably eight. It's barely. It's thirteen. Okay. He has thirteen. Good, good. Hey, touchdown. Good job. Good job getting into double digits, Kenny Pickett. You're doing better than I thought you would. <laughs> That's true. But, dude, oh, perfectly. Dude, he's got 13 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. As things balanced as all things should be. Per, yeah, perfectly balanced as all yeah. things should be. Um, 
career passing rate passer rating of 78.8 beautiful <laughs> yeah. and you guys wanted to draft him in the first round it's that was all right we we can't go into it too much because i'll rant about it for the next hour yeah, and a half true. but it's it's absolutely it makes so much sense the steelers organization was thinking back to when dan marino got drafted and they're like oh we passed on dan marino fucking 30 years ago so we can't make the same mistake again we can't pass on another pick quarterback and it's like well maybe we shouldn't think as kenny pickett as dan marino yeah, like no just because did. they went to the same college and it's in the same city it, it what i don't think if i mean kenny pickett if he went somewhere else probably would look better i can almost guarantee he would look better but Not he much. wouldn't look like dan marino no he, he i still wouldn't say he's a long-term starter in the nfl no i think he's a i think he's a great backup he doesn't turn the ball over too much i mean he's smart with some of his progressions I, I think he's a great guy you would want to have come in and play a couple of downs and not lose you a game. But yeah. he is not an NFL caliber starter. No, I agree. But let's briefly talk about Carolina and the Saints. Uh, Carolina sucks. Yeah, we all saw this one coming. Uh, Derek Hart, Bryce Young had a bad terrible game. stat line. Yeah. Bryce Young, garbage. The Panthers led in time of possession, total yards, total plays and still lost by 22 with Derek Carr playing bad for the entire first half of the game. Um, how that, how the line closed at five and a half for the Saints versus Carolina is beyond me. I don't know how that happened. but Well, it's because, it's because New Orleans sucks too. I mean, it's, it's a divisional game uh, and you got two terrible teams going at each other. Yeah, you know, it's... It's one of those things where, like, you can't put that line at minus 14, you know? I mean, obviously, you would have hit it. If they they weren't in the same division, it was probably going to be, like, a Dolphins-Tennessee at 12.5. Yeah. But there's not much to talk about there. Um, No, there's really not. I mean, the Panthers are terrible. The Saints are terrible. And, I mean, we're going to see what happens to the NFC South. I mean... I think whoever is the five seed is getting a free win. I mean, I would love to see any of Tampa, Atlanta, or New Orleans beat the Eagles or Cowboys because that would just be hilarious, I think but it's not going to happen. I think out of the three teams, the Buccaneers would just be random. I feel like Baker Mayfield would pull like he I, did in the Steelers, with the Steelers and somehow have the game yeah. of his career in the wild card. Yeah, no, I think Baker is the only one who has that upside. Maybe if Jameis is starting, he could have that upside too. Jameis, Jameis will Jameis will ball no matter the situation. So if Jameis is somehow cooking, like yeah, Jameis will put up five hundred yards and five touchdowns on you. You know, and like five picks, but that's a whole different story. He can overcome it. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, Tampa's the only one that has a good enough defense, I think, though, to yeah. actually steal a game. All right, Houston, New York, halftime zero zero. I think there was like two hundred total yards at halftime. Terrible game. Uh, then until the somehow, second half. I think I think uh, Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson did like a Freaky Friday kind of thing, and Aaron Rodgers was playing the second half as Zach Wilson. Yeah, because like a logical explanation. Yeah, I don't see Wilson putting up thirty points himself. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, really, what happened was Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall just started balling out. That's I true. mean. Did you see what um, Wilson said to his defensive back after the game? 
I did not know. He was like, they, like the interviewer, they were like, so like, like what happened? Like, why'd you play so well? And he was like, what are they going to do? Bench me again? Yeah. And I was like, that's fair enough. Fair enough. It's a good point. Good point. I was like, he's sitting I, on the sidelines making 32 mil or something like that. Cause he was second yeah. overall. Like I'll take that gig. No, I still think Zach Wilson sucks. Um, oh, me too. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback. I think he's barely. I think he's barely a backup caliber quarterback. I. He has I would, his upsides, but. Yeah, he has a higher upside than like maybe some other backups, but his dude, his floor, it's in the basement, you know. But there's um, a reason he wasn't supposed to be a starter this year. Yeah. He's he's not good. The Jets' defense is the only reason they're somewhat anywhere near a playoff race. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I mean, if the Jets, part of me wants the Jets to make the playoffs so bad because it'd just be the funniest timeline. Yeah, I agree. Uh, C.J. Stroud also had another bad game. That's that's gonna happen as so, a rookie. It is, um, especially. But I mean, again. He he's he's had one of the best rookie seasons ever, so we'll and we'll see if it continues, and hopefully he doesn't have too bad of a sophomore slump. He went against a top a top three five defense against in a tsunami. Like, there's not much yeah. he can do on the New York field. No. Like, oof. Yeah, in is. in MetLife, which yeah. <laughs> which will kill people. Yeah. Yeah. So, quick rundown of the Rams Ravens. That was an exciting game. That was back and forth the whole time. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Ray, Rams scored with like two minutes left. Ravens went down, kicked a field goal to tie it right before overtime, or right before the end of the fourth. And mm-hmm. then all hell broke loose with a seventy-six yard punt return. Yeah, I think. No, maybe not seventy. Yeah, it, it it was a long punt return to, or kickoff return because it was wasn't it the it was a or punt, was it a punt? Yeah, seventy-six it was a yard punt, punt, punt return. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. There might have been a block in the back that they missed, but rest will ref, right? You, so you know how you said you were going to post the clip of us talking about the Bears winning? Are you going to post the clip of uh, no. you saying the Rams were going to win by seven and a half points? I am cutting <laughs> this out too. <laughs> or the Miami or Miami winning by 25 against Tennessee. Hey, I they mean, still have a they chance. Can... They just got a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. They just got a touchdown. Yeah, man. Yeah, they got a chance. Five minutes left in the fourth, 20 to 13. <laughs> hey, pick six, pick six, pick six. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, by the time we're done with this podcast, this this, this New York Giants-Green Bay game might be over. Not, might, maybe Looks by like the end of Green Bay's about segment. to get upset. <laughs> yeah, right. But all right, we we don't have to do the draft today. We can wait. We, we'll do it. We'll do it another yeah, time. I think we can just talk about the games. Yeah, we're going to do a five-round draft. It was going to be all cool. But we'll, we did it last week, anyways. Maybe we'll just post that. <laughs> we'll just cut it in. And just, yeah, I'll just, just make it look part. like Jordan and I were doing it the whole time. I actually talked about <laughs> yeah. doing that. I was like, we'll just cut Tanner out. Yeah, and it's just like, why do they not pick these five really cool helmets? Uh, who knows? <laughs> we're done. But so yeah, Ravens. We both hate the Ravens, but they look good. It's They're a, the hard. only. Well, again, they're also the only one with their starting quarterback in our division. So, but like even outside our division, like they absolutely walloped I, Detroit. Yeah, we were just talking about how good Detroit was. No, I, I mean, before the season started, I thought the Ravens team was 
arguably the best roster in the AFC. They've had a very good roster the last three years. They've just been hurt, or four years, but they've just been hurt. Like that COVID year, what? They had 29 players hurt or like on the COVID list? Something like that. And then the last two years, Jackson's been out. Like, And they finally, yeah, they finally have a season where they're not really that hurt. I I think they have almost all their starters playing. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. They just look scary. I don't want them to do anything, but they look good. (laughs) No, they do. Are you joining today? Yeah, huh? we have a guest star. <laughs> we'll yeah, like... um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh-huh. I hate the Ravens too. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like she's <laughs> even got the Steelers collar. I don't oh, know if you can see. Yeah, so I was about yeah. to mention it. Yeah, yeah. We hate the Ravens. We hate those rap birds. Um, but let's. <laughs> They're really good though. They're yeah. yeah the... It's I don't even want to talk about them anymore. So hmm. let's <laughs> go from a really good game to the complete opposite. To the greatest game ever. To the greatest game ever where they can't blame the weather because both teams play in a dome. <laughs> and it was in Vegas. <laughs> so it was a dome and probably the best place to be in in December. They probably had the AC on, 76 degrees, pumping. It was, yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, what, what, so the Vikings had – so they – the whole game was punts. It wasn't even like big turnovers, big defense plays. It was all punts, and the Vikings missed a field goal. And then they eventually made a field goal, but... They made a field goal two minutes left in the half. Yep. Uh, two, was it two minutes left in the game or two minutes left in yeah, the half? Two, second, two minutes left in the second half. Two minutes left in the game. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at this. The over-under was 40 and a half. Why Vegas set it at 40 and a half is absolutely ridiculous. Well, because, I mean, yeah, both these teams are good defenses, but the Raiders, they're I not like scored 25 points this year. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I, I I was not expecting it to be a three to zero. I, 40 and a half is a little high. How, Considering tell, like. Tell me how you can, can put that game at 40 and a half, but Carolina Saints <laughs> at 38 and a half. Well, that one's not that. The more egregious example is Minnesota Vegas at 40 or 40 and a half and then LA Rams and Baltimore at 42, you know? Yeah. I just say uh, Dolphins just got another touchdown. They're up by uh, 16. So 25 and a half is looking reasonable. <laughs> is it with four minutes left? They just scored two touchdowns in two minutes, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you're still off base on that hey, one. If Tyreek and Waddle didn't get hurt, it's a whole different game. That's my experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, let's For get sure. back to the more important thing, the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I mean, they. it was a punt fest. It was one of the worst games of football to ever exist. Um, Vikings come out with the win, though, so good for yeah. them. Uh, uh, Vegas is who I thought they were, just yeah. absolute dog shit. Um. <laughs> this this was the first time it was three to nothing since like 1970 or something. Oh, it was ridiculous. The, yeah, it was the Steelers versus somebody. I forget who it was. It was a Steelers game. But yeah, but that time the grass was a mud. The ball was sticking everywhere. It was a pouring down. Yeah, rain. it was a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Minnesota didn't even cover the spread because it was minus three, so they pushed it. <laughs> what a great what a great game to bet on. Yeah. Oh, I will say we forgot to I forgot to mention the Jets in Houston had an immaculate half. Every single drive ended in a punt. 
That's beautiful. Yep. You love to see it. Oh. There, it doesn't get much better than that. That's why punters get paid. Eh, they sort of get paid. Uh, they get paid <laughs> more than we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they do. Seattle, San Francisco. As soon as we saw Drew Locke starting, we knew that it was over. Yeah. Uh, Metcalf got ejected because he's a crybaby. Um, that's <laughs> why he wears the pacifier mouthpiece. But I wouldn't say that to his face because he'd beat the crap out of me. He would, yeah, he would destroy you. Uh, I am not six eight, pure muscle. You'd still call him a bitch, though. You know, you just have to run. He has the fastest <laughs> speed and all of that. Here, so I'm not going to be doing that one. Yeah. yeah, don't don't really stand much of a chance. To be fair, he might not even have the energy to go beat your ass. You know. That's true. So if he did run, you might be safe. Yeah, Brock Purdy is still um, throwing checkdowns to Debo Samuel for 50 yards. Well, I think with the ways these goes out, and we'll, we'll finish up with Philly-Dallas here in a little bit, but, I mean, San Fran, I really do think is – I think Philly losing that game to Dallas puts Philly closer to Dallas and not Dallas closer to San Fran. I think San Fran is in a league of its own in the NFC. They're – they're a ridiculously high-powered offense. They have one of the best defenses in the league. They they can do anything. And they hit their midseason slump at the perfect time, and now they just get to go on a tear. Yep, and that makes me so sad because the Bengals absolutely destroyed them. And now yeah. we don't get to do anything for it. Nope. And, you know, I think if you played that game, with the two current squads, I think San Francisco would blow Bengals out of the water. You know, um, this this San Francisco team's crazy. I I, I, I don't know what else there really is to it, say. I think the they're easily going to run away with the NFC. And the turning point was Chase Young. They added an extra yeah. pressure off the edge. Their defense just took it to another level. Um, and it's just unfair. Yeah. But let's let's skip the Buffalo game for a sec. Denver, there's not much to talk about besides Herbert's injury. Uh, yeah, I mean the Chargers suck. The Chargers I mean, coaching the Chargers need a new coach. Staley uh, Staley needed to get fired like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I don't know um, how you have that offense and go five and eight. Throw up a yeah, I mean, and they've thrown up some ugly score lines this Six, year too. Nothing last week, seven points this week. Um, yeah, they've been. They've been atrocious. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, my only hope is the Steelers' offense will get, or the Steelers' front office will get out of 1962, and uh, will trade the farm for Justin Herbert. I would hate that, but I would love it at the same time. Yeah, because it's yeah. it'll never happen. Chargers yeah. will never give up Justin Herbert. The Steelers will never trade for a quarterback. Yeah. But you throw Justin Herbert on the Steelers, and they're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, Denver. I don't know what happened to them. They were one in five. I think maybe one team in history has made the playoffs after starting one and five, and they have a shot at winning their division. It's unlikely yeah. from what we said earlier, um, but still, absurd turnaround. They I, look. I mean, they they look good. I mean, their defense is hitting stride. Well, their defense has been there all year. Their offense is finally connecting. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Russell doesn't Wilson look doesn't like look he's terrible. About to retire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but my, my thing with the Broncos though, is I don't think it's sustainable. The Broncos, 
they win games in some weird fashions. This one was a blowout. This was a deserved win for sure. But a lot of times it comes down to Russell Wilson scrambling around in the pocket for five to ten seconds and then Cortland Sutton making one of the greatest catches you've ever seen in your life. And they've won like three games off of that formula. Yeah. Uh, like towards the end of the game. They've also lost so, it against Houston two weeks ago. True. Um, so yeah, but again, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. The formula <laughs> the formula is not sustainable. Like yeah. they, they couldn't make it work against Houston, I think. And again, I think it's because Houston's the better team. So yeah, the Broncos could make the playoffs, but I think there's just too many teams ahead of them in the AFC. And I think someone like the Bills, who is below them, I think would have a higher chance of making it than they do. The only reason I disagree with you is because their final schedule is Detroit, New England, Chargers, Vegas. And Detroit is next week. So yeah, they might lose next week, but then they'll probably go 3-0 the rest of the week. Or the rest of the season. Yeah, and what that puts them that puts them at ten wins. Yeah, and I think I think ten puts you in the playoffs. It probably does. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, it, it's two division games back to back. That's going to be really tough for Denver. Yeah, that that's going to take a toll. And it like we've mentioned it before, division games are division games. The Bears. No. Yeah. Or what? But, four and something. But Bills Bills have the same thing with them too. I mean, they play Patriots Dolphins last two weeks. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, so let's you mentioned the Bills. Let's jump back to the Bills game. Um, the one of the greatest plays that never was. Yeah. And as Patrick so Mahomes said, you can't call a penalty even if he's offsides because it'll <laughs> affect Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame resume. <laughs> yeah, it was weird how it, because and the thing is, is like Mahomes has had some pretty bad losses in his career besides this you know yeah and it was weird how he took such a personal effect yeah to this game he threw a temper tantrum on the sideline ranted to josh allen at the end about how it was the stupidest effing call in the world like yada 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 i've never which is weird because and i mean i don't know like they've owned buffalo yeah every year so it's not like this is like they keep losing to Buffalo in these weird circumstances. I mean, they, they beat Buffalo every time. That's true. But when it matters is yeah. when they beat Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, T- Kadarius Tony didn't even look at the side the side judge or the line no. judge. Like, if he looked and they pulled uh, a Houston one earlier this year where he looked confirmed. Or, no, that wasn't – was that Houston or Washington? Last year, Washington, he – Checked with the line judge. The line judge says he's good. He looked back and threw the flag right away. If that happened, yeah. whole different story. But Tony was a foot off sides, didn't even look, and yeah. I mean, Kadarius Tony is terrible. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't do anything at a professional level correctly. Chiefs are easily <laughs> 10 11 wins on the season without Tony. Oh, yeah. I mean, he lost them the Detroit game. By himself. Uh, he, he didn't lose him this game, but he cost them this game. He did. He cost it this game. But, I mean, that Detroit game he cost for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and again, Mahomes was upset about that. It was a second and ten. They had the opportunity to get another play to make it work. Yeah, and they didn't. Buffalo, there was still like a minute left in the clock. Buffalo could have even gone down and scored if that would have counted. This seems like a really weird 
the situation for Mahomes to be so upset about. Yeah, I don't just know. because I don't I don't think this is the worst loss of his career. I don't think it's a really like egregious loss. I think he's just frustrated because of how bad his supporting cast has been. Yeah, he just doesn't and, have wide receivers. Like, yeah, he only has Kelsey. Yeah, you know? I I think though. And, and his whole long... thing about the Hall of Fame career, Kelsey's in the Hall of Fame. No, like that's just dumb. Yeah. But I love that um, they've never mentioned once. They've never said that he wasn't offsides. Every single time Andy Reid, Mahomes mentioned it, they're like, he was offsides, but you can't throw a flag there. Like, you can't do it. Like, what do you mean you can't call a penalty when there's a penalty? Like, just yeah, because that has been happening to you doesn't mean it can will continue. Like, rules are rules. If you stop calling rules, that takes away the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you see it a lot of times with, like, how much they've been trying to help the offense mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I mean, the best the best defenders get held on every play. Oh, yeah. It, and and is that the type of game you want where there's just play in penalties happening and you're always just not calling them because you're like, yeah. oh, well, we need these things to happen. The, the offense is already favored enough. Like, they need to call offsides if it happens. Yeah, and, like, with all the rule changes on defensive backs, like, wide receivers nowadays are so good. You can't one-on-one yeah. wide receivers anymore. So like, No, you can't. They need to... Like, I think they need to loosen up on the hold. Like, when they put an, an arm, like, here, and it kind of runs along mm-hmm. their back, that's not going to affect anything. Like, no. if you see a, the jersey stretch and pull, or a whole body turn, call it. But, like, if your hand is on his hip, like, that's... Yeah. Wide receivers are so good. And props to them. Like, they're just really good at what they do. But... The league is getting the league has gotten soft in every aspect. It, it, yeah, it, and it sucks especially for defense. Yeah, um, it, it, that's why teams usually put up twenty five plus points a game. It's like it's easier to score until you get the yeah. Vikings and Raiders. <laughs> when you take two teams that don't have an NFL offense. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you if you look at any of the best defenders, you know that they they have to play a more difficult game than the best offensive players. I mean. Look at players like Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. They get held Every four to five time. times on a drive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if they weren't allowed to hold, I mean we would we would be looking at a race between like Khalil Mack, <laughs> TJ Watt, Miles Garrett at like twenty five sacks right now. I I don't think Hendrickson would be at twenty five, but he'd be in the twenties. Yeah. Hendrickson gets held a lot. Um, I love that he doesn't get talked about a lot. Like he's really good. He has a very high pressure rate. Um, but he's just not a TJ. Watt he was the one that were, the he was the yeah. It's, he plays in a division with two of the My, best. Yeah, Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah, it's you're not going to get talked about when you're when you're miles below those guys. You know, he has a better pressure rate than both of them. He leads the NFL in True. pressure rates. But he was the guy who had the touchdown right in the Ravens game. The 99-yard touchdown, or was that the uh, no, that was Logan Wilson dude? That was Sam, Sam Hubbard. Hubbard. That's right. Yes. Um, other side of the ball. Yeah, too many, uh, too many white defensive players on the right on the Bengals. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but all right. So Last game. One of the Monday night games just ended, so we'll talk about that too. Oh, Green Bay pulled out the pulled out the win. Uh, Green Bay lost. Oh, my thing is not updated. 
But oh shit, Green Bay lost. Green Bay lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dallas, Philadelphia. Dallas, like the 49ers, I think are clicking at the right time. Yeah. Dak Prescott is absolutely on fire. Oh yeah. He I think they said he had twenty two touchdowns in the last seven weeks or something like that, which is absurd. Um the Eagles I don't think they're not as good as they were last year. Um, they have a lot more weaknesses. Jalen Hurts isn't playing as good he was, as he was last year. Um, no. But, yeah, C.D. Lamb is top three wide receiver this year easily. Oh. I don't, I, yeah, no, C.D. Lamb's been crazy. Top two. Tyreek's number one. Who, who would you put two? There's... I mean, yeah, Justin Jefferson got injured this year, so you can't really put him there. Uh, Jamar Chase hasn't – I mean, he's had some really good games, but he hasn't done a whole lot this year. Chase, uh, he, he broke his uh, reception record for his career this year. He did, yeah. Good for but him. But, I mean, he hasn't been playing to level CeeDee Lamb. Well, no, because um, Burrow's been hurt, he's at a backup, no. and he's been hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, CeeDee Lamb has the second most receiving yards in the NFL. It's like – it helps when your quarterback is thrown for 500 yards a game. Let me go look at the receiving yard leaders real quick. From last week, it was Hill, Lamb, Allen, Brown, Chase. But that, I don't know what – it might be the same this week. Maybe flip-flop a couple because those uh, – A.J. Brown players. still has a little bit more yards. It's very close. Then who? So uh, to C.D. Lamb. Oh, so Tyreek so Hill has – him. Yeah, so Tyreek Hill has 1481. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not counting for the game that's being played right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Brown has 1258, and CeeDee Lamb has 1253. Crazy. Um, and I can't see their touchdown. Oh, there we go. Uh, and, I mean, they're very close to each other. AJ Brown has seven touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb has eight touchdowns. So I was going to say AJ Brown in that conversation, too. He's, um, he's so quietly good. Like, yeah. no one covers him. Like, not. Well, he doesn't need to be covered, but like, no news analysts out or no news outlets are like, "Oh, let's talk about AJ Brown." It's always no. Jason Kelsey or Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's yeah, but he's arguably one of the reasons why they're so good. Yeah. Also, shout out to Nico Collins for getting over a thousand yards this year. Good for him. I love. I like Nico Collins. I do too. Yeah, let's run through the Packers game real quick, and then. We can send it over to George, or yeah, we'll send. Let's look at the Packers real quick, and then we'll talk about next week. Uh, we'll talk about Tennessee, then we'll send it over to Jordan, and then we'll. We'll call it there. Yeah, we'll call it there. Um. So, um, so I'm looking at the stats right now because I didn't watch it. Tommy DeVito, yeah. 17 to 21, 158. Not an exciting game, but efficient. Jordan. I, I think the big I, when was this pick there was a pick somewhere was that a costly pick was uh, no. Jason it was not Pinnick. it was 10 to 7 or it was 7 to 7 at that time and the okay. Jets got or the Giants got 7 yards afterwards so that pick I mean but there. we talked about it a little bit last week when the Packers were win, winning a bunch um, they were talking about that the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love pipeline. Um, and again, another a game where Jordan Love played okay, but definitely not. Again, a lot of a lot of hype really early on for 
somebody who still is very early in his career. Yeah. But which people love to do. <laughs> it happens. Everyone's like, oh, next Tom Brady. Next Dude, Peyton Tommy Manning. DeVito had 10 carries for 71 yards. Sorry. That's crazy. Italian can run. <laughs> Dude, what? But it looks like the Giants won on a game winning field goal. Good for them. You know, good for the Giants uh, ruining the draft pick even more. Yep. Um, <laughs> 37 yards to win it. How does that change the uh, playoff picture? I'm sure that knocks the Packers down quite a bit, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, says them already at six and seven. It says they're still in seventh place, but I'm assuming someone like the Rams or even maybe some of those this, NFC South teams will probably pass them. This Tennessee game's getting real good. 27-21, Tennessee has the ball at the six-yard line, second and three. Oof. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about it next week yeah. <laughs> after we watch the highlights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, Green Basin at six and seven. I don't know what the tiebreaker is over the Rams in Seattle and Atlanta and New Orleans. Yeah, but I don't know. It looks like the Packers might fall out of it again. Are we going to get two playoff teams sub 500? That'd be awesome. I hope so. One, one can hope. Or I mean, we could even get three. You know, Vikings at seven and six. You know, uh, it could get dude. It could get weird. It can get freaky. I mean, that Vikings team kind of sucks. Yeah, they do. So I mean, we could have we have three teams in the NFC that have a below five hundred record, and that's true. There, that there's nothing better than that. Yeah. Um, but all right. While we wait for the Dolphins game to end, let's jump into next week. We'll run through this quickly. Um. We've been going for how long now? Probably a while. I feel like we've been talking a minute. We're About an hour? We're recording for an hour, but we didn't start okay. right away. But that's okay. Okay. But well, okay, so we're, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're fine. It's our first episode. Well, we went, and we went an hour and a half last week, so we're, yeah. we're doing better. Um, but yeah, so Thursday night, another rivalry game. Fighting for absolutely nothing. Justin Herbert's already rolled out. So it's another battle of the backups with Easton Stick, a hockey stick manufacturer. Um, versus Aiden O'Connor. Yeah, terrible game. That's going to be awesome. I think the only way they could make this game better is if they wore throwback jerseys. Oh, that'd be cool. And I think that's what they should do with Thursday Night Football. Because throwback Thursday, Thursday Night Football, more people would watch. That's my opinion. And a lot of other people's opinions, but... I think it's a good idea. I also think nuking Thursday night football is also a good idea. Either nuke it or make it special. Yeah. Like the color rush ones were fun for the first year Nike took over, or the second year Nike took over, because it added something yeah. new. Like if every team wore a throwback jersey on Thursday and painted the field retro, I'd watch it more often. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we get our first Saturday game of the year. With Cincinnati and Minnesota, another battle of the backups. <laughs> it's so bad. Dude, I'm looking at that third game too. Also, Battle of the backups. Derrick Henry for a touchdown, by the way. Oh, snap. All right, let's get through this so we can talk about that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, Minnesota versus Cincinnati. Maybe a good game. Maybe a blowout. Uh, dude, who, 
We're at Who home. Knows? Cincinnati's at home, which is a benefit to them. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to kind of be a repeat of this week, Cincinnati Indy. I think we're we might win by twenty, maybe not by twenty, but I think fourteen. Like I don't think, I don't think. Um, what's his name? Nate Mullins can do much. Like hey, how how dare you say his name wrong? It's Nick Mullins. Nick. All right. Is it Nick? I thought it was Nate. Nick. It is it's Nick, Nick Mullins. Nick yeah. Mullins. Um, he was the uh, best uh, Shanahan quarterback before uh, they got Brock Purdy. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, play for the Niners. But yeah. like our defense is still good. Yeah, we're missing our CB one because Tam Cam Taylor Britt's out. But, like we have everyone else healthy on our defense. Our offense is healthy besides Burrow. It's like we we're still a complete team minus our quarterback. But if Browning, but again, plays, this is. Yeah, it, it all comes down to how Browning's going to yeah. play. If Browning plays well, you know, I, this is easy. This is easy Cincinnati win. But if he, if he falls back Jobs. to earth, <laughs> yeah. If Josh Dobbs randomly has a really good week, if Jake Browning doesn't, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel confident picking any team in that one. Um, no. Just because it there's too many variables. There's too many question marks all over the field. Yeah. I will. I will say I take the spread at three and a half with Cincinnati. I don't see us losing by more than three. If anything, yeah. Minnesota wins on a game-winning field goal. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I think that's fair. But, I mean, but again, Minnesota good defense. If Jake Browning has a bad game, no, yeah, it could it, get weird. It's it's gonna be up in the air. I will. Say, it wouldn't be one I would bet on, honestly. No, I I would probably just avoid that one. Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe take do. under thirty-nine. No, because if Browning pops off, that's that's gonna yeah. screw him. Yeah, they could they could score thirty. Yeah. yeah. But looking at these first three games, I it's very satisfying looking at the records yeah five, five and eight, eight five and eight seven six <laughs> seven six yeah two of the games are for playoff implications yeah because then we're coming up with pittsburgh and the colts with another battle of the and again we, we we talked about it earlier pittsburgh is one eight straight against the colts this is just the the steelers are going to lose back-to-back weeks against two and ten teams and now that indianapolis is favored and they're finally not favored in a game that's dude that's Mike Tomlin's music, baby. He's coming in for the win. Going into Indianapolis, yeah. I yeah, this I I see the vision. I again I it. call it bias, call it what you want to see. What do you want to call it? But that's just what the that's just how the Steelers operate. They do the things you don't expect them to do, and yeah. they don't your, do the things you expect them to do. Your team is weird. Mitchell Trubisky is going to play like he did at a uh, when, why he was. I just wish. First round. It, I I never thought I would say this, but I just wish they would start Mason. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a terrible spot that's, we're in that's weird but all yeah. right let's jump over to denver detroit which should be another good game there's these games this week should so be. far see now this is one i would feel better about uh about betting on i don't think detroit wins by more than five points detroit is favored by five and a half away yeah no, no it's at I home it's I, in detroit. I was thinking denver i read denver i was like denver's favored by five at away Okay, Detroit. No, no, no. No, yeah. That's a weird – their offense is weird, though, and we talked about it earlier. Yeah. If they played non-division games, if Jared Goff plays, 30 points. Yeah, if Jared Goff plays well, then. Yeah, but, yeah, their defense is going to let up a lot. I could see it being, like, 28-24. Yeah. 27-24. Um, so, yeah, that would be an interesting game. Let's jump over to Chicago-Cleveland. Which, also another another weird one. I mean, Cleveland 
I, I, it's funny that they're only giving Cleveland a minus three. I mean, and again, I think it's just because Cleveland can't score. I'm a, actually, they just scored a ton last week. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I mean, it's does Joe Flacco return back to earth? Is he still look like a guy who recently came out of retirement? Like against the Bears, though. The Bears suck, but I mean, Justin Fields will randomly have good games. Yeah, but you against know? one of the best defenses, like I don't know. Yeah, it's I. I definitely would take the Browns yeah. over Chicago, but I it really I, I can see why they would only give it a minus three spread. If if I was a better these first five games, pff, not really a huge fan of any of them. Not a, not fun. And then following it up with Tampa Bay at Green Bay, both six and seven. Like, it's in Green. I I think honestly, for a lot of these six and seven NFC teams. I think your best strategy is just to take who's at home yeah. <laughs> because they're just, these teams are just so mediocre and don't do anything like particularly well mm-hmm. that like, I just like, I can't feel good about taking Tampa or green Bay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I lean more towards Tampa just because I feel like they have more to fight for than green Bay does. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really, it's if Baker plays well, they'll win. If Baker plays terribly, they'll lose. It's really every what it's game all come comes down, down to. to quarterback. Jordan Love plays well, they might win. Baker plays well, they might win. Yeah, so, yeah. and yeah. that's just really that's all there is to them. I mean, they're both pretty decent defenses. Um, but yeah, I mean, just there's nothing exciting about either of those teams, and hmm. really picking who's gonna win, and I feel like it's more of a coin flip than no, yeah. But then we got Houston, Tennessee. If Stroud clears concussion protocol, Houston should win. They're actually giving Tennessee minus two odds at home. Yeah, I know, but that's probably because Collins is hurt. Stroud's in concussion no. protocol. That no. line's going to be pushed. Could be. But and I, but again, I mean Tennessee's about to about yeah. to beat a healthy Miami. It's true. Football. Or wait, no Tyree. No Tyreek's still in the game. Right? Tyreek came back. He came back yeah. late third quarter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tennessee is such a weird team this year. Four and eight, but they've beaten good teams. Well, besides the the hurt Cincinnati team. Yeah. Um. um no, Tennessee. I, I I think this is probably one of the more exciting Tennessee seasons they've had since the that one seed season. They were. I guess it was only two years ago, huh? Seed. They weren't back to back, right? Last yeah. year they weren't. No, one the, a couple years ago. They went back-to-back one seed one year, two years in a row, I think. Did they? No, I don't think they did. They were a two seed I think then. They, yeah, there was something like that. Regardless, they haven't been exciting since those two seasons. And yeah. this is this is actually the most exciting they've been just because of the, you know, there's How weird more are. things going on. And then we hop over to the Jets in Miami. Miami apparently has come down the earth with the struggle against Tennessee. going against a They just got sacked good... fourth and two. Going yep. against, yeah, but then going against a very good Jets defense that gave two of struggles last time on yeah. Friday. Yeah, they won, but that was also against Todd Boyle. Ted, I mean, Todd, I I think Miami's going to have to bounce back. I mean, they it, they just lost to Tennessee. They, it's over? Well, they, yeah, two just took a sack on fourth and two oh. with 20 seconds left. Yeah, game over. They're out of timeouts, yeah. Yeah. No, they – I mean – Looking at that, I mean, Miami's going to have to make a bounce back yeah. against New York. At least they have a couple games to drop in their division, which is shocking with Buffalo in that division. Right. 
Yeah. But this is a this is a bad game for Miami to drop. They should no, not be yeah, losing to Tennessee. Not at all. But so yeah, they need to bounce back against New York with Zach Wilson nothing to lose. And and Zach Wilson's not putting up thirty points and a half again. No. You know, no matter the level Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are playing. Nope. But then I have the first actual comfortable betting game with Kansas City and New England. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good Kansas game. City having all these struggles. They're they're gonna beat the shit out of the Patriots. Yeah. And then that yeah, Kansas City's gonna walk, take a beating out of New England. Then we go to the other New York team and the Saints, which that's just a weird matchup again. The Giants just beat the Packers. The Saints are weird. This week is brutal. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one to bet on lines because there's really not like a whole lot of safe no. call. I mean, it's just because honestly, the product has been, it's been, yeah, we'll have to like look at injury reports and stuff like that. But I just also think a lot of these teams suck. <laughs> no, yeah. but, there's so many backup QBs. There's so many things yeah. going on. Yeah. And the thing is, is like two to three weeks ago, I would have felt really comfortable taking New Orleans over New York. Oh, me too. But Derek, I don't know. Maybe the Derek Giants Carter have. I mean, the Giants aren't even eliminated. I mean, the Giants, <laughs> the Giants could make a play, the playoffs with Donnie, Dan, uh, Tommy. De, I almost called Dan. him Danny. <laughs> Tommy DeVito. I call him Danny all the time now. Yeah. Um, but then we go to so. Atlantic Carolina. I, I Carolina or Carolina's not going. Yeah. Gonna, see, this is an easy one. Carolina's terrible. I mean, Ritter struggles, but he still finds a way to keep games close and win games. Yeah. And against a crabby Carolina defense, like if yeah. if Carolina wins this one, it'll it'll be it'll be off a miracle. I mean, they're yeah. they're terrible. It is a division game. They're at home. It Still. makes sense why it's only Atlanta favored by three. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on no. Carolina winning this one. I think Atlanta's going to easily win. But if Carolina does have another win on their schedule, it is probably this week. I mean, I'll look at the rest of their. Yeah. Their upcoming games, but while you do that, I'm gonna bring up Washington LA. In LA, I think that should be a pretty easy one for the Rams. That should, yeah, um, I agree. They the line's currently six and a half. And with how they played last week against the solid defense, I don't think Washington should give them struggles. No, I don't think so either. With a healthy cup and a healthy Nakua and a healthy Kyron Williams, like their offense is their offense Solid. is really good. But Sam Howell can Sam put up Howell, against really yeah. bad defenses. Sam Howell's interesting. That's another yeah. we'll see in a couple of years if he's going to be a starter or not. Yeah, I mean, I still feel really safe taking the Rams to win that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about a six-and-a-half spread. I don't see the Rams winning by a touchdown just because no, of no. how bad both yeah. of those teams are. Um, but I, I definitely would take the Rams pretty comfortably. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Panthers' schedule – uh, this is probably their best chance at a win. I mean, they have three more home games. Um, they have one against the Packers. I feel like the Packers are probably going to – they're way better than the Panthers. They have to go to Jacksonville. They're going to lose that. And then they have had home against the Bucks. And I like the Bucks more than I like the Falcons. So I would yeah. I would feel more comfortable taking – if they're going to win another game, if they're going to go 2-15 and 15 instead of 1-16. and 16. I I think they're done. They're, they're checked out. Their team is. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. just you don't see one in sixteen, one in fifteen, one in sixteen teams a lot. So I mean, it, they they last, might be able to. Arizona was one in fifteen last year. Were they? Maybe two in fifteen. No, I think I th- yeah, I think Arizona won two games. I think they won like week seventeen. Yeah. 
Um, so again, I, it's it's hard for a team to go it, again. Like when the Browns and the Lions went zero and sixteen, it's hard for a team to to lose that many games. The Browns were on a different level, one in fifteen, and then an zero and sixteen. Yeah, um, unprecedented. The Cardinals, they're going to get absolutely destroyed by San Francisco. The line is already yep. thirteen and a half. And honestly, I would feel comfortable taking that. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I felt like that when you mentioned the twenty-five and a half against Tennessee with Miami, but. No. Uh, you were wrong. <laughs> Not very close. <laughs> Not at all. Somehow, somehow, Tennessee came back with four minutes left. They were down by 16. Yeah. Um, then we go from San Francisco and Arizona to Dallas and Buffalo. Even though Buffalo's seven and six, that should be a good game, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's in Buffalo, too. I mean, Bills are actually favored. Yeah, They're at a minus two and a half. I, I think that line will move by Sunday. Oh, um, for sure. But still, Buffalo at home is good, especially in December. With that no, weather yeah. play, that would be interesting. Because uh, if the yeah, Cowboys Josh Allen have, might not be Mister January, but he can definitely be Mister December. If the Cow- if the Cowboys have to rely on their running game, I don't think they win. Um, they have to. Oh, throw the ball. I don't. Yeah, yeah, they need to. Pollard and dwindle. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, but I, I think. We'll, we'll go into picking a game of the week in a second, but that yeah. is a very good contender. And then let's follow that up with this the Sunday night game, Baltimore in Jacksonville. I think I said it last week with the Rams, but I think it could be another trap game for Baltimore. The Rams almost did it. I'll give them that much. You didn't think they had a shot. I said they could have won. It took an immaculate yeah. punt return. But I feel like... Well, I didn't say they didn't could do it. You said that they, that Rams yeah. were going to win by seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> let's let's not try to manipulate that one. Don't try to gaslight me. No one has right? to know that. Okay. <laughs> I just did not think the Rams were going to win by by more than one touchdown. <laughs> um, but Jacks, I I could see Jacksonville winning this. They're on the D. Well, actually, no, they don't have their. It depends on Lawrence's status. He played this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got injured the week before. Duh. But so Jacksonville's lost two in a row. They need to win the division. So they have people creeping up on them. Mm-hmm. This this could be a trap game for Baltimore. Yeah. And Baltimore, you know, they've 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 been rolling, so yeah. it could be about time for them to drop a game. And right before the playoffs isn't a bad time to do it. No. I would I would probably still take Baltimore just because they're on paper so much better than Jacksonville. Oh yeah. Um but it, it, it is an interesting game, and I think it will at least be fun. Um, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw another three picks. No. The Ravens' defense is not the Browns' defense. No. Um, then we close it out with a Monday night game. Eagles in Seattle. I think the Eagles bounce back. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think they're going to drop another game like that. They've already dropped two in a row. Yeah. And... I, Against a wounded Seahawks. I mean, yeah, team. if Geno plays, it will be a little bit more interesting. But if it's Drew Locke, it's it's not going to be very interesting yeah. at all. Oh. So, yeah. But, so, yeah, those are next week's games. The beginning, the 1 o'clock games are brutal. Those could go either way. Yeah, um, it'll, be a fun, uh, it'll be a fun red zone week for sure. Oh, yeah. But, so, in sake of time, pick a must-watch and stay away from uh, and I'll either disagree or agree, and if I disagree, I'll pick another game. 
I'm going to say stay away from Kansas City, New England. I don't think that one's going to be interesting. I think it's just going to be a blowout. If you're a Kansas City fan, you're going to be enjoying it. Yeah, you're going to have a great time, but... But that's not. This isn't like a like a punt fest piece of shit game that like is going to be boring to watch. It's just going to be a blowout. Yeah. Um. And in terms of a most interesting, I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with Dallas Buffalo. I think of all the matchups we have, I honestly the last three games. Th- good job on the primetime slots. They actually. Yeah, I was, they I was, they finally did it. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to mention Baltimore Jacksonville, like we just said. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Seattle is so up and down. They could, mm-hmm. they almost beat the Cowboys. I also think Rams. I also think Rams Commanders is going to be sneakily fun. That should, um, that should, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think the Commanders are a good team, but I think they both have pretty bad defenses, and I think they have pretty good offenses. Yeah. So I think it will be. Yeah. I think it will be a kind of a fun game, actually. That, yeah, that could be a must. Tune in. Let's. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with that one instead to be different. I'll go with. I'll go with Rams Commanders. I think that's going to be a fun game. I can't wait for that to be sixteen to twelve. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I think a a must watch game with what's on the line for both teams. Not as much Detroit, but Denver. I think a Denver Detroit game should be fun. Should be. <laughs> Dalgo. Really. Right as we're right as we're wrapping up, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, my, my stay away will probably be the. You could stay away from San Francisco, Arizona as well, like. Yeah, that that should be a blowout game, game. But I would say stay away from the Giants Saints game. Like that's gonna probably be, thirteen ten final score. Did you just say that too? With the Commanders. Uh, I said. I, no, I said you should watch Commanders Rams. Oh yeah, but yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but from but the yeah. Games. No, I I I could agree with that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's not gonna be unless Jameis is playing, and Jameis is much watch TV. So yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, with that all being said, let's uh send it over to the locksmith and Jay Pry, the sports guy. Sports guy, aka the Log Smith. I got five guaranteed locks for you today, and if you're a gamble man, I recommend listening to a word I said because I was pissed drunk when I made this. Oh, what you thought I was kidding? We don't get around here. That's straight whiskey. Our guaranteed locks start on this Saturday whenever the Denver Broncos go out to Detroit to go face the Lions. And guess what? Detroit's gonna take home that W. My reasoning is that Detroit has been playing some mediocre ass football as of late, and Denver has been on their high horse. Get it? Yeah, yeah. That was a knee slapper. Then on Sunday, the Giants are going down to New Orleans to go take on the Saints. And I'm letting y'all know right now that boy DeVito, I might be a Cowboys fan, but that boy DeVito is crazy. And I'm letting you know, I'm letting you know right now that if Derek Carr plays, he better look out. Because DeVito's agent definitely knows somebody who knows somebody that's going to take him out. Oh, that's good. Speaking of the NFC South, we got ourselves another marquee matchup between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm letting y'all know right now, them 1-12 Panthers going to winning this game. And that is a lock, my friends. My reason being is, hey... 
I might have gone to school in Texas. I might have flunked out in half my classes. But I do know that the law averages states that every team in the NFL has to win at least two games. Okay, maybe that's not necessarily true. But I'm letting y'all know right now, the Carolina Panthers are going to accidentally win this game. And that is a lock, my friend. Yay! Then next on our list, we got Pat facing the Pats. That's right, Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs are going out there to New England to go face Mac Jones and the Patriots. Now I'm letting y'all know right now, Pat Mahomes is pissed. Y'all see him whenever he was dabbing up Josh Allen, he a pissed. And I'm letting y'all know right now, ain't nothing scarier in this world than a pissed off Kermit the Frog. So, it doesn't matter if it's Mac Jones, Mac Miller, Mac and Mouse, I'm taking Kermit for the win in this bitch. That's a lock. Then last on all dog of the games that I guarantee are gonna end the way that I say that they're gonna end is the Dallas Cowboys are gonna march out there to Buffalo and go whoop some ass. I'm telling y'all right now. The only bill that's going to get a win in Buffalo this weekend is the $100 bills that the Dallas Cowboys put in some strippers G-strings. I'm letting you know right now, Josh Allen's throwing two picks, one of which will be the Deron Bland for six. Four, six. And that is a loss, my friends. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to send it right on back to our host. Yeah. Thanks, Jay Pride, the sports guy, for those locks of the week. Let's see if you're right next week. If We'll see what happens. But I know we went very long this week, as in the first week. But thank you for watching or listening on anywhere you listen to your podcast. Follow all of our social medias that have been popping up on the bottom of the screen. And uh, thanks for watching the number one sports podcast that launched this week. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Adios.